This is the Doubles Only Tennis Podcast, where you learn the best tips and strategies in the world to help you become a smarter, more effective tennis player. You'll hear interviews with pro tour doubles players and coaches, including easy-to-use lessons to improve your game and win more matches. My name is Will Bocek, founder of the Tennis Tribe, doubles strategy coach, and host of the show. Today's episode is all about left-handed players. Now, even if you are righty, this episode will help you uh, because I'm going to talk a little bit about how to play with a lefty. I got an email from a listener, Michelle. Uh, She says she's a 4-0 lefty uh, about a month ago, and she said one of her challenges is that a lot of the information about tennis instruction and strategy is geared towards right-handed players and a lot of her partners are right-handed and she's left-handed so she runs into these issues where a right-handed player doesn't know how to play with a lefty so I want to talk about that today Um, and then next week uh, I will have an episode on how to beat a left-handed player how to beat a lefty-righty combo so that will um, apply to everyone as well so To start, uh, I wanted to talk about return side. So we're going to cover that. Uh, Then I'll talk about serves, serve formations, uh, and then rallying at the end. So with return sides, uh, which side should you start on if you're the righty or the left-handed player? Uh, When we look at the pros, if you've watched the the WTA finals, which um, I attended here in Fort Worth, uh, or the ATP finals a couple weeks ago, most of the lefty-righty combos, and there's a lot of them on the doubles tour, uh, play with their forehands in the middle. So the lefty will return on the deuce side, and the righty will return on the ad side. And the reason for that is they really want to control the middle of the court, and the best way to do that is to have your forehands in the middle. Uh, With your forehand, it's typically a stronger shot. You have a little more reach. Uh, You can put the ball away a little bit easier if you are at the net. Um, So it's it's better to control that middle of the court. If you listen to the episode, um, it was one of the original episodes on the podcast with Craig O'Shaughnessy. He talked about the center window concept and how you want to control that center window area in doubles. So um, I'll link to that in the show notes. But Regardless, in general, uh, if you can um, return with forehands in the middle, but you do want to prioritize returning. So I've talked about previously on the podcast, uh, I chatted with Phil Farmer about a year ago out at Indian Wells during World Team Tennis, uh, and he is still coaching Austin Krychek, who's a lefty. And when Austin played last year with uh, Steve Johnson at the time, Austin was returning in the ad court and Steve was returning in the deuce court. And he said, yeah, I'd rather have forehands in the middle, but they're both more comfortable returning on uh, Steve's more comfortable returning on the deuce side. Austin's more comfortable returning on the ad side. So I want to prioritize returns over um, the longer rallies because returns are going to be more frequent. Um, The number one uh, rally length or the most common rally length in doubles is going to be a rally length of one, which is the serve goes in and the ball does not come back. So that could be an ace or a missed return. So we want to uh, avoid missed returns, prioritize returns. Um, so if you're a lefty and for some reason you really struggle returning on the deuce side, 
that's fine. You can go ahead and play the ad side. Otherwise, um, if it's about the same for you and your partner, I would say uh, play with four hands in the middle because that's what most of the top teams do. Uh, and it allows you to control that center window uh, a little bit better. Um, so next, I want to talk about serves. So let's talk about who should serve first, and then we'll talk about uh, different formations and then the deuce in the ad court. So when you're deciding who should serve first, uh, in general, I would say go with the left-handed player. Um, typically, a left-handed serve is a little bit more difficult to return, um, regardless of if the opponent's left or right-handed, because left-handed serves are just less common. We don't see them as often, so we're not used to the spin as much. So they're going to be typically a little bit more effective. You're going to get a few more return errors uh, and kind of easy balls at the net. So all things equal, I would go with the left-handed player serving first. Uh, if for some reason they don't have a great serve or uh, if the right-handed player just happens to have a really big serve and the lefty's great at the net, um, you can always do that. Uh, but all things equal, definitely I'd go with the left-handed player serving first. Uh, and then as far as formations, it gets kind of interesting when you have a lefty-righty combo. Um, typically, with two right-handed players, I talk a lot about using I-formation or Australian in the ad court so that um, you're able to have a forehand as the server uh, as your serve plus one shot if you're covering the line. So you serve and then shift to your right, and you have a forehand ground stroke. Uh, and then your net player has a volley in the middle of the court since they're staying left, um, a forehand volley, that is. Uh, but with a lefty-righty combo, a lot of that kind of goes out the window. So it can get kind of confuse, confusing, um, and it's going to really depend on the strength of your forehand and backhand ground strokes and your forehand and backhand volleys uh, for the server and the net player, respectively. So when we start, um, we'll start with the deuce court. Uh, when the left-handed player is serving, we want to think about the spin a lot. Um, this, this applies for the deuce and the ad court. So the ball is going to spin the opposite direction for a left-handed player. So that means in the deuce court, uh, if you can imagine the left-handed player uh, serving to the deuce court, they hit a slice serve. This can be a slice into the body or down the tee. That ball is going to be spinning uh, down the line, essentially, from the returner. So it's going to hit their strings, and it's most likely going to go down the line. It's it's very difficult for them to kind of get that ball cross-court because the spin of the ball is going to kind of pull it off the strings down the line. So in the deuce court, I would say with the lefty serving, typically it's best to play with a regular formation. Um, that way you have your forehands in the middle as well. Uh, and then the spin of the ball is going to, especially if they serve that T serve, that backhand is going to be really difficult to get back cross court. Um, it's already difficult for a lot of right-handed players to hit that deuce uh, T serve um, to their backhand cross court. But with that lefty spin, it becomes even more difficult. So your net player, um, if you're the right-handed net player, you want to be prepared for a backhand that comes down the line at you. Uh, so that you can finish the point off. Um, if you do want to run some eye formation on the deuce side, I think that can work. Uh, if you're the net player and you have a strong uh, backhand volley and just a strong net game overall, uh, that can be okay. Um, 
And then if the lefty, you know, if they want to run that and they want to shift left and have a forehand, um, that can work as well. But just keep in mind that the spin of the ball is going to pull it down the line. So if they hit that T-serve, that backhand down the line is the more natural shot for the right-handed player. So uh, you want to be a little bit careful doing that, especially on kind of higher risk points. Now, with the ad court, uh, things get a little bit different. So the lefty slice out wide is um, kind of what left-handed players are known for, right? That that wide serve in the ad court. Uh, you've seen it a doll hit it in, in singles uh, as well as doubles. And um, I, uh, I personally return from the ad court and, and see a lot of left-handed players uh, have that serve as kind of their, their primary pattern. And it's a really effective serve. Um, so we want to think about, again, the spin of the ball. So if they're hitting that lefty slice, that backhand is naturally going to come cross court. So it's going to hit the strings. It's going to come back cross court. So um, one of the things Michelle said in her email is she has trouble with her right-handed partners. When she hits that wide serve in the ad court, her partners cover the line too much. And I'm in total agreement with Michelle here. Um, The right-handed player needs to really be pinching the middle, and it's actually a great ball to poach on because the right-handed player in the ad court is going to be hitting a backhand, uh, typically cross-court because that's more comfortable, and that spin is going to be pulling it cross-court even more. So you can pinch or poach on that ball, Um, and you you can even run eye formation. Uh, You can run eye formation, have them serve wide, Uh, The net player can move either direction. Uh, If they stay left, definitely expect a volley. Uh, And if they stay left and the server uh, shifts to their right, they do have a backhand ground stroke, but the right-handed returner is going to be hitting that ball back towards the center center of the court. So depending on the left-handed player's, uh, the server's mobility, they might even be able to hit a runaround forehand in that scenario because that ball is going to be moving back towards the center of the court. And because it's a backhand return, it's going to be moving with a little bit slower pace. So there's a lot of different options you can do from the ad court uh, with a left-handed server. Now, when the left-handed players at the net, um, we want to think about uh, their specific skills as a net player. Um, just like anybody else, if they have a really weak backhand volley, then you know we can do our best to hide that. Um, one way to do that is to run I or Australian formation on the deuce side, uh, but that does expose your backhand if you're a right-handed server. Um, so if you have trouble hitting backhand ground strokes and want to avoid them at all costs like I do, uh, then you probably won't do that. So instead, you might um, just play regular formation uh, and call some some pinches, some poaches, some fakes. Um, just get your net player involved uh, and, and make that returner see a little bit of movement. Um, on the ad side, uh, the lefty has their forehand in the middle. So with that, you can, um, again, with the formations, you can run regular or eye, move either direction out of the eye formation, depending on what you're comfortable with. Uh, and you can call a lot more poaches on Um, out of the regular formation on the ad side because the lefty has that forehand volley in the middle. Um, It's going to make the returner's life a lot more difficult on that ad side. So um, definitely use that to your advantage as much as possible um, by by calling a lot of net movement um, with that left-handed player. So 
Um, think about that. The big takeaway that there is definitely that lefty spin. Um, that's something a lot of players uh, at the net move the wrong way uh, because they don't recognize where that ball is going to spin off the opponent's strings on that return. So think about that. It's going to go down the line from the deuce court. It's going to go cross court uh, from the ad court um, and use that accordingly. Um, kind of adjust based on the height of the ball that you're seeing come across the net uh, as well as the direction and things like that. So um, next, I want to talk a little bit about rallying with the left-handed player. So what about once we get into the point? Um, once we're past the serve, we're past the return, and we're kind of in the middle of the rally, how should we handle um, having a left-handed partner for a right-handed player? Or uh, if you're lefty, how should you be communicating with your right-handed partner? So one of the biggest things is you really need to talk with your partner before the match. Um, go back and listen to the episode with Jorge Capistani if you haven't already. Uh, we talk a lot about team chemistry. Um, he uses this system called the Partner Mojo um, that helps a lot with communication. Uh, it's one of the most popular episodes to date. Um, and he has a series of questions you should be asking or you should know about your partner before each match. And that's going to be particularly helpful if you have a lefty-righty combo and you've never played together. So you want to talk to each other about, uh, do you prefer to be at the baseline or at the net? Um, do you prefer to serve or return? Uh, obviously, which side do you like to return on? Um, and then more than that, uh, one of the biggest kind of miscommunications I see with a lot of lefty-righty combos is covering that middle ball. So it, it might be you're playing two back on the return. It might be you both end up at the net during the rally uh, and both players don't go for the ball or they go for the ball at the same time and, and end up missing. Uh, and then they kind of look at each other and aren't sure what to do. And the problem is, in most cases, they didn't talk about this before the match. So you want to talk about that uh, before the match. Who is going to cover that middle ball? When we're both at the net, uh, if there's a really high slow ball um, in an overhead, for example, and you both have forehands in the middle, who's going to take it? Uh, you want to know that before the match. Um, if you're playing two back and the opponent rallies to the middle of the court, who has the better forehand? Who's going to take it? Um, in in my case, uh, if I play with a lefty, typically what I'll do is tell them, hey, you take that, you know, if we both end up back, you take that middle ball with your forehand and I'm going to rush and get to the net because that's where I'm more comfortable. And I think uh, depending on the partner, um, typically we're going to be more effective with my partner back and me at the net. So um, that's how I handle it. But talk with your partner and figure out the best way for you to handle it. Uh, as far as the middle volley goes, um, and this can apply you know, with backhands or forehands in the middle, uh, you want to think about using that staggered formation. So I talked about this with Gigi Fernandez a while back um, on that podcast episode and how the staggered formation works is whoever's on the ball side. So if the ball is directly across from you, say, let's say I'm at the net on the ad side and the opponent is hitting a forehand from the deuce court, the ball is directly down the line for me. I want to be closer to the net and my partner will be a little bit back. So we're kind of staggered. And that way, if the opponent lobs down the line, uh, my partner is able to cross kind of backwards and cover that because they're already a little bit back. 
And if they lob cross court, my partner's already a little bit back, so they can just shift back for the overhead. Um, and in that scenario, that middle ball should be mine, um, but there won't be a whole lot of miscommunication there because we're staggered. Um, I'm in front, so I'll get first access at that kind of center volley. Uh, if I don't hit it, my partner's going to be there to back me up. So talk about that. Um, communicate with your partner about who's going to get that middle ball, regardless of if it's a forehand or backhand, who takes that lob in the middle, who's going to have the stronger overhead, um, and be sure to stagger uh, your position when you both do uh, get to the net. So communication is always important in doubles. When you have a lefty-righty combo, it's even more important. Uh, and then next week, um, again, I'm going to talk a little bit about how to beat a lefty-righty combo, which is going to cover a lot of things that I talked about here today, but there's a few weaknesses and a few tendencies I typically see with left-handed players that I try to take advantage of, um, at least early on in the match. Um, so we'll talk about that next week. So thanks for listening, and I will talk to you then. If you're a doubles player, you'll love our weekly strategy newsletter. Every Thursday, I send you my best doubles tips, tactics, and strategies that you can use in your very next match. And when you sign up, I'll also send you a free 20-page ebook that has my favorite doubles tactics for forcing errors and getting more easy volleys at the net. Go to thetennistribe.com newsletter to sign up now.